is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to the week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I'm doing well, Connor. Uh, I was I was just thinking there, is that it's going to be a nightmare for you to do weird news when April Fool's comes around, surely. Because um, it's going to be a bunch of fake news stories instead of weird news stories. <laughs> Will we do an episode where I'm like, is it real or fake? And I'll make up some stories. The moon landing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get real conspiracy theory about it. <laughs> we should we should just do a deep dive conspiracy episode some week. Oh yeah, that would, I don't know if this is the type of podcast. I think people who like that type of podcast are more they're looking for a more intelligent debate than what we could offer to the to the medium. Yeah, but I would love if we came across one and like got a little bit swayed on like oh maybe that maybe that is true. Maybe Bigfoot is <laughs> <Wait>. the president. <laughs> You don't believe it. Um, this is weird news, Sean. What do we do here? Uh, you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. I have been too busy uh, spouting off lies on forums to look at any weird news. <laughs> you know what, but in this day and age, I don't know if that... <laughs> do, actually, yeah, that's not an outlandish thing to do. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't, yeah. But what is positive, Sean, that I oh. want to start off with, and what we are promoting this week is that we are launching our own website. Hell yeah, we are. We are indeed. Heroesforhire.ie And you can go there and you can get access basically to every episode we've ever done. Um, They're all neatly designed to Hero Zero episodes, Weird News, Movie Mondays, depending on what you like. So if you like a particular show more than the others, you can just have a scroll through them individually. Um, it'll also be in keywords, so say, I don't know, Sean, I'm interested in the Hero Zero we did on Bane. Oh, did we do a what Hero do Zero do? on Bane? Oh, and what you can do there, Connors, right on this site, there's a lovely little search box. You oh. type in anything, Bane, uh, ghost, uh, murder, <laughs> type any of that into the search box, hit enter. And it'll bring up everything related to that search term, Connor. You all know how a search works. Has anyone ever used a search bar before? I think it's a newfound concept on a Has website. anyone ever looked at a word? Because it's basically that. <laughs> but it's all up there. Uh, as I said, here's for hire.ie. The store's up there as well. So that's our one-stop shop for basically everything to do with the show. Um, all of our socials. Everything's up there. Um, but more importantly, Sean, before we get the start, started into this, if you could oh. give this a like and review, whatever podcast platform you listen to this on would really help us out. But moving on, Sean, because we've got weird news to talk about. Um, of course we do. And we're starting this week with, you know, there's just, sometimes you're just having a fight with your family and it goes too far. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> so and sometimes you might kill a lot. No, <laughs> um, what a segue. No, but sometimes your family are like stop doing that, and you just don't want to stop, right? Because no, so, you like the podcast. It helps you like plan the your, you plan your week around it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> because I have man who wanted to escape family has lived in airport for fourteen years. Holy shit. <laughs> This is the plot of The Terminal with Tom Hanks. I I feel like The Terminal, though, is he's come to America and then he's trapped. Whereas this man actively sought out the airport. That's fair. This isn't Sir Alfred by any chance, is it? 
Uh, no, this is in China. Oh, okay. um, so airports have long been seen as the gateway for escape, Sean. Uh, to get away from the day-to-day life and explore the world beyond I work for the airport. That's, um, but that's so, that, that, the, the airport is more of a, of a vessel to explore the rest of the world, though, surely. No, no, I work for the airport, <laughs> not, for the, not for every single plane. Um, Well, one lad took the term escape a little too far after venturing to Beijing Capital International Airport 14 years ago and never returning. Um, Wei Jingao, a Chinese man in his 60s, has lived at the airport's terminal 2 since 2008. What the fuck, man? Is he not bored out of his tree? What, what would be a good reason for leaving, Sean? Because I know the reason why he's in the airport. So what would make you live in an airport for 14 years? I mean, you said it was like something to do with the family, but mm. like maybe around 2008, like lost job, maybe. But where's okay. the money coming from? <clears throat> Where If he's hanging around eating Burger King for 14 years. I think you're thinking of the terminal again. <laughs> thinking of the terminal again, shit. It's a good movie. It's a good Great one. Great movie. Tom. One the best. <laughs> one of Tom Hanks' best. Um, but what we have is his reason for leaving, Sean. He wants to smoke and drink without his family bothering him. But you can do that. I was going to say on dry land. No, like, like you can do that outside of an airport. <laughs> We've all been there. Family bothering you to no end. Craving a holiday away for a bit of freedom. But most of us would probably come home eventually. Um, However, he has decided that he's never going to be ready for that holiday to end. But but this is a really, this is not an economical way of doing things. Because you're paying airport prices for your cigarettes and your beer. (laughs) And they're way more expensive, but you can get 700 at once. Oh, the duty free. I didn't even Mm. think about the duty free. He's going duty free all day. So... But he so he got through security and now he's just hanging around those that area. But is he drinking in like the airport bars? Or is he going to duty free and just buying liters of whiskey? Liters. I can only. I mean, if you're going to do price range, you're buying the liters and the seven hundred packets of cigarettes, and then you're called it a day. And then, but where do you where do you go to? I mean, can you smoke indoors in in Beijing Airport? I don't think so, but I mean, I'm sure they perhaps have smoking areas. He's just cracked a window on the bathroom. And he's just going. For it. <laughs> he's cracking the window in the plane. <laughs> just keep going there, now, lads. But presumably, he's like he has no flight to get on. No, he's, that's he's just that's a very deep thought you've had there. It's, it, it sounded he's, deep, but I really got, just stated <laughs> what it's like to live in an airport. Don't for we all years. have no flight to get on? Except for in the life. one flight at the end, where we all go to our rest. <laughs> I feel like we should make some inspirational posters. Maybe have like a cat hanging from someone. Oh, maybe. Like, like hang, like no, sorry, that's that's. I was got like a cat hanging, but like with a noose or like. <laughs> he's in the plane. Oh, it's a little cat, but he's a grim reaper, and it just says your time will come, and that's it. There's no more explanation apart from that. Just no context. No, that's a bit fucking grim. But at the same time, it is a cat, so so I can't complain mm, too hard. Yeah, um, they had an interview with him, and he said, "I can't go back home because I have no freedom there. My family told me if I wanted to stay, I had to quit smoking and drinking. If I couldn't do that, I had to give them all my monthly government allowance." But then how could I buy my cigarettes and alcohol? It's a vicious circle, Sean. So he decided if he stayed home, he'd have to keep giving an allowance 
and then he'd have no money or less money for, you know, cigarettes and alcohol. Whereas right. if he left, he would have more money for cigarettes and alcohol. So he needs somewhere that he can stay indefinitely without being, like, living on the streets or anything like that. Yes. So an airport is the logical choice, but could you not just leave your family and, like, get a new family? One who likes cigarettes and alcohol. By find, your, find yourself a new cigarette-loving family. Yeah, go to, like, the Marlborough factory and just hang outside until you meet a find nice the camel. guy or gal. Marry the camel. the camel. Oh, the camel that smokes cigarettes, of course. Yes. I mean, but surely you could go to a bar and just fall mm. in with a crowd. Like, oh, this is not a solution, by the way. But, like, it beats live or does it. Have you seen Train Spotting? Uh, yes. You know, there's like a house that all the heroin addicts just live in and hang out together. I think this this response might not no, be the best option, no, but please keep going. But surely, being outside, not within the confines of an airport for 14 years, it's better to be with a community of people with like-minded interests. This is not advice. Don't do this. <laughs> Your advice, join a cigarette club. Yeah. Join I think the alcohol house. club is AA. <laughs> he needs to join AA. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he do- I mean, clearly he does. I mean, the man was willing to give up his own children rather than give up a bit of Guinness. It, well, the Guinness. I, I well, mean, then, one, I mean, but in an airport, that's like seven euro a pint. It's putting yourself out. I mean, it's absolutely pointless. You can't. It's pointless. Nice. Uh, you can't Go. buy cans in the airport. Like. <laughs> No one's Can rocking onto a plane with tw- a slab of Guinness. You cannot ride it here. Ah, yeah, but you have to buy a seat for it at that point. No, no, you, they'll, they'll sell you a seat and then sell you the glass. Oh, yeah, we'll give you the Guinness, but you have to buy the fucking glass. That, oh, that would be... Actually, it, okay, so if, but bring the slab onto the plane, right? Into the overhead yeah. locker. Oh, I And did. then, throughout the flight, I'm just reaching up. I'm grabbing cans. I'm 18 in before I've even gotten to Spain. <laughs> I'm flying out on Saturday, by the way. <laughs> I love the idea of airports and you already listening to this. You know, from <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, no. He's, he's, he's got allowed. another slab. He's got another fucking slab. <laughs> he's got one under each arm. He's like Desperate Dan, but with slabs. He booked in two carry-on suitcases, both just slabs. He just brought, brought two slabs. They're heavily over the weight limit, like, because, you know, they're, they're fucking, they're slabs of cans. But then he decided to drink all the cans before the weigh just so they'd be underweight. <laughs> Yes, now he's just, he's rocking around in two suitcases full of empty cans going through duty free, just (laughs) eyeballing gin. (laughs) Um, Sean, what is the next solution to this man? He's been living in the airport 14 years. Do we need someone to go in and chat to him? Who's the right person? What famous person could talk this man around? Tom Hanks? I was going to say Tom Hanks. He could lend his credibility to the whole Mm. thing. He'd be like, look, I know a little of what you're going through here. Yeah. Because my father in the film was a jazz singer is that he, got, he was a, he, he was a jazz fan he was a jazz he, fan he was he getting was, autographs there was a coffee can full of signatures yeah. and autographs yeah, yeah yeah I remember and then there was an old man who stopped a plane with a broom I remember mm-hmm. that bit uh, we sang Tom Hanks to Catherine Zeta-Jones double act oh okay and then we, we also send Tom Jones uh <laughs> To, to mould the two and let Tom Jones serenade him out. 
much like in the terminal. I've not seen the terminal. I, in a while. I think what we need is we just need to leave a load of bottles of alcohol, like maybe a treasure hunt, and okay. we lead him back to his house. There's a big box with a stick underneath it, and there's a long <laughs> string. And once he gets under that box, yeah, we get seven several strong men to yank the string, and down comes the box. By the way, uh, he has said that by law he has been expelled lots of times. He says, but my tactic is I get expelled, I lay low, then I come back, just like old times. <laughs> how does he do this so often? It's bad, like, how, like, how long are you allowed to stay in an airport? I, it's a question that really, I don't really know the answer. I mean... It's. I suppose it's however long you need to catch the flight. Yeah, and like if it's delayed, like I, I'd buy up to like a week. They're cool with that. Like it's I not- would say mostly it's based off the fact of don't take the piss. Yes, if you are living in the air, like if you're bathing and shaving, eating all of your like doing everything, living your life in the airport, that's too much. Uh, but if you just like you missed your flight, you have nowhere to go. Next one isn't for a few days. They're probably fine with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just Googling here. How long can you stay in an airport? Uh, You're allowed to stay around two or three hours before departure or after landing. (laughs) So once you land, they're like, you've got two or three hours and you're off the premises. Yeah. It says they don't really enforce it. No, why would they? It'd still be weird, like... To just be that, like, because th- there is a guy, and he, I think it's Charles de Gaulle Airport in France, and he's been in there even longer than 14 years. Uh, he was in it he, until, from August 1988 until July of 2006. <laughs> 88 to 2006 is to... 18 uh, years. So 18 years. So this guy only has four more years. Until he breaches the record, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, should he, though? I, I feel like just go... I Maybe just go home for a little bit for Christmas. Um, I probably don't celebrate Christmas. Like this man's for, kids are 14 years older now. <laughs> yeah. But how many, oh, like, how many packets of cigarettes has he gotten off a real good price, oh, though? Do you heaps, free? Heaps of Heaps. Them, just non-stop. <laughs> so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this might be the story that caught my eye the most this week. Um, it's not a story I don't think a lot of people will be talking about. because mm-hmm. But Kawasaki, who are very famous for motorbikes, yes. um, they have gotten involved with a new piece of equipment I would say maybe a new mode of transport that right. I think could be I mean could be sweeping the nation sweeping the world over sweeping, the next few years is it, a, yeah. is it a, a witch's broom it's absolutely not it's Shit. even stupider because oh. Kawasaki have decided that the world needs another mode of transport like a motorbike but worse maybe maybe cooler because right. meet Bex, Sean, we have Kawasaki's rideable robot goat. <laughs> what? <laughs> robot goat? What's the benefit of this over any other means of transport? <laughs> I cannot recommend enough you Googling what this Kawasaki robot goat looks like. Because it's even stupider once you see it. This looks like a Christmas ornament on crack. 
Have you Why ever imagined... Why does it need the horns? Have you ever imagined riding a robot goat, Sean? I'm sure you have. I'm I sure a lot of people have. Um, have you played Have you played Horizon Zero Dawn by any chance? No. There's very similar looking robot goats in it. Now, Sean, I just want to... I'm pitching this idea to you. Imagine a robot. What comes to mind? Well... I, robot. The answer is a goat. <laughs> is it, though? Is it? What about a robot? <laughs> Kawasaki have decided no longer will motorbikes be the main thing that they sell. Because a robot goat is the niche in the market that not a lot of people were aiming for. That they've seen and they're going to go sweep in and make all those sales. Um, the robo goat is a byproduct of Kawasaki's humanoid program, which recently unveiled a robot engineered in a joint effort with the University of Tokyo. So they now have a robot, and look, if we're honest with ourselves, we now have a robot who can ride on a goat and ultimately destroy us as the four goat men of the apocalypse. Yeah, we've given the robot a mount now, and so (laughs) his speed has increased, the distance he can travel... There's, this, this is the end, Connor. If, if it's robots kill all humans, I mean, he has a goat to travel between homes to kill us all. That's that's horrifying. Like, imagine, like, a, like a lonely street at night and there's one lamp lighting it. And you're walking home on your own. And you just hear this terrible mechanical goat scream. And he appears <laughs> under the light and runs at you. <laughs> like, and the only thing they need to do is, I mean breed fire um like so beck's how it works i mean it's like it's like having a robot horse that's a sentence i've just said um why not make on. a robot horse though no that's stupid shot that's why a stupid have to be idea. a goat goat goats goat? are the mode of transport we all know and love from all those westerns horses um, are like the early one of the earliest forms of transport like what the fuck man <laughs> Niche in the ma- I don't know if you're getting this. I think they're making money. They're making sales here off this niche. I don't. Um, think, I think there's only one of these goat robots in the world, and it probably barely works. <laughs> they straddle the goat by means of obviously the foot pegs. Um, of course. And it has, I mean, wheels, uh, as all good bikes do, Sean. And yeah. you just basically set off in terms of you could just travel around. Uh, on your robot Makata Goat is what they call it um, okay is they have not yet released any information regarding the top speed the range or the possibility of Bex producing tangy milk and cheeses in the ma- manner of its biological <laughs> form bit of a shout out to all of our goat fans out there <laughs> why would you include that why, why do you need to make this relevant to the cheese making industry? I mean, I feel like having a robot that, like, a robot goat that works is already impressive enough. You don't need to make it, like, create milk. Thing is, I'd be, like, I could understand this if it was, like, replacing something, like, some manual labor that humans have to do, you mm. know, like pulling a cart or whatever, like, for all the cart pulling that happens these days. But, like, this is in no way better than one of those shitty little scooters everyone's riding around on. This is just more inconvenient. It looks more easy to tip. Like, But at I'm, the same time, imagine, right, you've got scooters. You're right. Like, your friend has a scooter, and your other friend has a scooter, and you yeah. rock up to the scooter party on fucking Bex. 
I have to I'd be, be kicked out because it's a scooter party, Connor. I, I understand that, but I mean, you could also say you could kill everyone. I mean, you've arrived on the killing machine. But wouldn't it be cooler if it was a horse and mm. you and all of your friends rock up? You have this little, like, posse going. And you've all got these robot horses that you're all riding you're just, around. You're on. just a simple. You're just a simple, like character that you won't even take outside the box, Sean. I that don't want everybody to. would do that. A Everybody's horse. gonna do. Horse is so much cooler than a goat. <laughs> First even a of cow. all, horses are massive. I don't like them. They intimidate me. True. Goats, they're pricks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So why would you want a robot one of them? I'm just saying, I feel like, what is an acceptable speed for this? Because I really hope it's about 200 miles per hour. How how fast does a goat move? And it should be Um, at least as fast as that. I would say maybe 8 miles per hour for a goat. How fast does a goat run? Uh, Holy fuck! What? Can a goat run? At a sprint, a ghost a goat can reach a top speed of fifty miles an hour. Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! How many goats are you seeing running at fifty? That's at a sprint. That's uh, about seventy kilometers an hour. Yeah, and uh, he can maintain a speed of 10 miles per hour for several miles. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! So, Jesus! Pretty good. Pretty Don't good. Get into a triathlon with a goat. Yeah. Well, well, the, it, once once the archery comes around <laughs> in the snow, in the, the shooting snow. section. So look, I think like ten miles an hour seem. I don't. I reckon this show can't move ten miles an hour. Like, I think it'd is, be fun. It's fun. The more funny it gets, is the faster it gets. Like if they give this death trap to like children, but it goes like a hundred miles per hour. That's the thing. But how do you get a license for this? Like, because, I have my gold license, officer. Like, can you get a passenger on there? Like, also, it looks like the most painful. Like, it, this thing is entirely made out of edges, and it looks like the most painful thing to sit on in the world. It's made of knives. It's made of blades. Yeah, it's made of blades. Um, look, I don't understand, Sean, how it's going to work. I just know that this is the next big thing in automobile sales. I'd. Oh, I, that may be true. I'd also like to. Try and paint a picture for the audience here because mm. I've I've been thumbing through the Google images, and the goat has two modes, Connor. Uh, one, your standard goat. He's standing up on four little legs, and presumably he walks and steps along. Your standard goat. We all standard know and love it. Goat affair. But then, and this is what I can only assume is sport mode. Oh uh, yeah. The goat hunkers down and on its oh, knees are wheels. Fuck off. And so he's just going to blast along and your centre of gravity is lower and it looks like you're riding a merry-go-round goat around on wheels It kind of looks like you're you're riding a mini tank. It does a little bit. It's it's mm. it, it's it's quite distressing. Uh, it, it's also slightly terrifying. Because what I can't stress, they gave this yoke horns as well. For no reason. They serve no purpose. I mean, I think to add to it, you have to have lasers on the hordes. Just to add a level of danger. Like, oh, fuck, does that go have guns? But, like, he doesn't. But, like, just add some lasers so that it's always hitting people. What I would do is I would string a big elastic band in between both of the horns. Oh, yeah. And then I've got, you know, 
several pouches of rocks around the Several goat. pouches. Yeah. Batteries, nine yeah, volts, yeah. you know, the standard effect. Knives. Knives. And so I'm just <laughs> pulling that elastic back, release, and I'm clearing a path in front of the goat because I can't imagine it corners well. I think it's like the car from Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. <laughs> like if you turn it, you're dead. And the goat will just keep going. Goat's gonna, no, the goat will be fine. The goat's going uphill. Does this have the benefits of a goat? Because goats are mental climbers as well. Yeah, I think the only way to test this is if you have to bring your goat bike to the mountains. And if there's just anyone, see. Yeah, if there's anyone listening who yeah. works for Kawasaki... Who yep. can arrange for me to pilot this goat for, give me 15 minutes. If there's anyone listening who runs a funeral home, could you get <laughs> on to me a day after he does this? <laughs> Please. Because his mother is going to have some questions. <laughs> and I'm going to have to explain it. <laughs> it's like, no, it was his idea. <laughs> I have a recording, I swear. Oh, shit. Um, so we're going to move on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And you know what? I last week I covered a crash of something and something spilling on the road, right? And yeah. sometimes I feel like I don't want to do these stories all the time because there's always shit that spills on the road. Like something knocks over and everything co- comes over. The best one we ever did was bees because bees. that was just funny. Big container um, of bees fell over. Horrifying. Ten thousand <laughs> bees and they all fell and they got released. And then you, ha- it, the funniness is just imagining the driver being like. How do I explain this to my boss that I've just lost 10,000 bees? Yeah, and the sound. Imagine the sound and the fear. (laughs) But last week we covered a story of yogurt and oil that had been spilled. um, Yes. And it was just, God, that would be a nightmare to clean up. But Sean, putting the show together this week, I think I found something that's even worse. And I was hesitant to throw it in, but it was so just... It was so worse than last week. I had to. I felt like I had to. Okay. What's more foul? Okay, let me. Like, is it scrambled eggs? I could give you a million guesses, and you will never guess what this is. So it's worse. It's worse than yogurt on oil. Yes. Uh, like a septic tank. I don't know. Truck carrying slime eels <laughs> crashes. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Slime eels. Slime e- Do I dare Google this one? Oh, it's amazing when you see the damage that this truck did. Because oh, slime eels are interesting creatures, Sean. Um, <clears throat> they're, a, they're a delicacy in some Asian countries. Mm. And thousands of them ended up on a road in Oregon this week, incapacitating cars, trucks, SUVs, and basically any vehicle that was within reach of the truck. That is foul. That's horrendous. (laughs) Oh, there's so much. (laughs) There's one guy with a fucking broom. There's one man with a a high-vis jacket and a dream. According to the National Geographic article about the incident, thousands of mucus-spewing hagfish ended up all over a highway in Oregon. A large truck carrying the hagfish was involved in an accident and left the road covered in slime. But this just isn't any old slime, Sean, though. Experts say the hagfish slime is exceptionally potent and required a small bulldozer to even budge it. (laughs) 
Oh no, they're having to scrape this slime off of the road. Oh, that's horrendous. Is it like a hot day? Because that's going to be manky. I mean, the question we always come back to, the driver. Um, You have to call it in. We've all had bad days at work. Okay, but... You have to call it in because it's something terrible has happened. Why was this quantity of eels being transported? <laughs> At once. At once? Like, what's going on there? We'll give it to Johnny. He's never let us down. He's the no one No Crash Johnny, we call him. No Crash Johnny. And so Johnny gets into the car. He's halfway there. He crashes. Ah, it can't be that bad. Maybe they weren't all left out into the road. Oh, thousands of them. Thousands, thousands and slime everywhere. It's horrendous. Like, but... The driver then has, like, because once this happens, the driver is the one, uh, like, presumably who knows the most about the eels in this scenario. It, I think it's funnier if he's just a delivery man. Like, he just, he, just, he's a, he works for an agency and he just carry, got car- called in to give this a delivery. And he never thought it would go like this. <laughs> like, what's, oh, I mean, assume, okay. We probably lost all of the ears, right? <laughs> or all the eels, excuse me. National Geographic says that the slime from a hagfish isn't like a traditional slime either, and is more like a gel. <laughs> traditional slime. Um, and whatever that means. And is a more like a gel made of filaments. Douglas Fudge, a great name. Um, a biomaterials <laughs> researcher at Chapman University. That's Douglas Fudge. <laughs> um, he's always keeping things sweet. So uh, he says that the slime is fiendishly effective. Uh, is Sorry, the slime is a fiendishly effective means of defending themselves against predatory attacks by fishes. Um, right. So, in the in the case of fish, the slime usually allows the eels to get away after clogging the predator's gills with the slime. So it so, suffocates other fish. Yes, when they get attacked. So in the case of cars, trucks and SUVs, the slime gets inside the vehicles and ends up sticking the car to the road, the tyres to the road and everything inside the car stuck together. <laughs> That's like something out of a, like it's something out of a comic book. Of just like, no, it's this ultimate sticky substance and it's ne- it's going to destroy everything. <laughs> it's one of those where it's such a terrible thing, but now it's just like, it's so bad that, like, what can you do? Like, scrape it off the road and, like, presumably a million pressure washers all at once. <laughs> I mean... Fudge says these specific hagfish release slime when stressed out. So, I mean, what eel wouldn't be stressed out about an accident? No, they're probably not very relaxed when they're, like, thrashing about on the road. <laughs> but just the guy who's driving and he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, lads. And he gets home and <laughs> husband and wife is like, Did you have a good day? Um, you're not going to believe this um, I'm after ruining every road in the in the state yeah. every road in the state is ruined do you know how cars usually drive on roads <laughs> do you know Velcro <laughs> it's, it's the kind of that situation we got I caused on. half a million dollars in damage to other cars today yeah. half a million people people are stranded people lost their cars it's, a, it's like a Tuesday and they've lost their cars Seven thousand five hundred pounds of eels were spilt in seven thousand five hundred pounds. 
that's so many eels. <laughs> what can you even do? I don't, like... But, uh, do, do you think people tried to get out in their cars and were immediately stuck in the eel goop? Oh, there's one guy who's like, I'll fucking sort this out now. <laughs> and he gets out, he just immediately gets stuck to the ground. <laughs> and he tries to take a step and his foot comes out of his shoe and then his foot gets stuck. And he takes and another he just, step. <laughs> Homer Simpson, don't worry, I'll pull out my chest with my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, d- like this man is never going to drive... Anything again, I don't think. I think that, yeah. The, Imagine, the have you fear. considered the smell even? Oh, I haven't heard the smell, but the longer it's in the heat. Yeah, like bacon yeah. on a black tarmac oh, road. No. Oh, no. I mean, oh, apparently the like, eels are a delicacy, so maybe you could just have a quick one while you're waiting. Oh, no, I don't think this lad will ever eat fish again. Do I you think, like eel? Uh, I've never tasted eel, to be honest. Yes, fried eel is really, really nice. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Jelly deal can fuck off. But fried eel, excellent. Do you know what's an atrocious food? Go ahead. And I'm a big fan of sushi. Sushi's my favourite food in the whole world. Yeah. But what's an atrocious? Oysters. Absolutely Oh, man. I'm a demon for oysters. I will horse oysters into me. What are you talking about? A bit of vinegar into an oyster. Oh, beautiful. Salt. Actually... Actually disgusting. It's nah, the only, one of the only foods I don't like. I'm just that's mad, mad. I thought you'd be mad for oysters. No, 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 no. no. Not an oyster. No, no. I got served it once because I thought I was fancy in a restaurant. And I was like, I'll get an oyster. And yeah. then they served it. I went, why did I pay for that? That's an absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Th- Who created that? I went out to, I was taken out uh, to a really fancy restaurant oh. one time. Uh, <laughs> and th- th- like they ordered... It was like an oyster tasting platter and like it's, it's like bottle like bottles of wine that like had I had to pay for this, Connor, it would have ruined me. <laughs> and I had so much oyster and wine and like pasta. Yeah, I think it's that's different as well. though. Maybe because you're you're not paying for it to taste nicer. Maybe, but I've had them since. I've had them okay. since and uh, no, like I don't like if I'm going to like a cheapy restaurant, I'm not getting oysters because I'll fucking die. But like so if I'm by the sea, I'll have I'll have oysters all day. Oh, I'll fucking I'll jump into the ocean, just start taking some oysters. I'll fucking I'll shuck a few oysters myself. <laughs> I'll shuck you now in a minute, boy. I'll, fu- I'll so, shuck any man <laughs> for a, for a pearl. <laughs> um, the, in fact, the Oregon Department of Transportation had to break out a bulldozer to remove some of the goo, the goo after all the water and large hoses didn't work. To, to change all the structural damage that it because once it's hardened you just can't get rid of it what if they got sillet bang and just spread that um, all over the road Barry Scott wouldn't lie to us if Barry no. told me it'd work Barry screamed it at me from a very young age <laughs> there's one thing I know in my life is that bang and the dearth is gone <laughs> No, it's, oh, yeah, Barry Scott. Jesus, Barry. I mean, indoor voice. He was always in front of a green screen as well. There was, I knew he wasn't outside. No, that man has never cleaned a day no. in his life. Who's uh, doing audio on that production? Their ears are absolutely ringing. It's the oldest, deafest man in the world holding a boom Barry, pole. you're a bit low. <laughs> for, Keep for, shouting. For those that don't know, Barry Scott sold like a cleaning product on TV. Think of the <laughs> ShamWow guy. But then make him about 14 decibels louder. 
<laughs> it was it was more an assault. He assaulted you until you cleans up. Yeah, because the product was called Silid Bang, and he would just shout bang at random yeah. intervals throughout and, and like, the ad. You had any sort of like PTSD from a previous accident or some sort of you know a dangerous situation. <laughs> he could cause you know just relapses in general. <laughs> My uncle had shell shock, and he had to leave the house. <laughs> He died for a bunker every time the ad came on. <laughs> Kept shouting for Charlie. <laughs> um, we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. That is absolutely atrocious, by the way. That just That's made me laugh. Foul. That's um, all foul. I just have a very small piece of news that I just thought you'd you'd like to know. Is um, um, Portland's Uni Piper had his Uni cycle stolen, Sean? Um, what? What's a Uni Piper? <laughs> I've always wanted to say that sentence and to be honest I only threw it into this show I don't even have a lot on this story because it happened a few months ago but he's only released it now but Portland's right. Uni Piper had his Uni cycle stolen I feel like if we didn't cover this story we'd be doing the, the listeners a disservice Is this a man who plays bagpipes on a unicycle? That is exactly the man that I'm talking about he yes. fucking got what he deserved um, as far as I'm he, concerned he also wears Darth Vader masks while he's playing the bagpipes on his unicycle that's I mean that, that I mean that's that's insensitive first of all because Darth Vader has breathing issues so <laughs> why would you do that man what's your problem and he's got little wheels because his legs don't work yeah like he's just taking the piss out of this poor Sith Lord who murdered children <laughs> <laughs> not the younglings Yes, the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> Portland's famous uni piper had his unicycle stolen. Brian Kidd, 38, also known as the uni piper, is famous for playing the bagpipes while riding a unicycle, sometimes while wearing a Darth Vader helmet. Kidd said someone smashed the back window of his car, a Volkswagen Golf, and took his unicycle. He said he kept a unicycle in the back of his car because he never knows when he might need it. I mean... Would you, would you not carry it with you at all times then? Because I look, it, he has, um, by the way, one line of interview in this news article. He just had one quote and it was, who the hell would steal a unicycle? <laughs> I mean, they're not making a quick getaway. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you, but do you use it on the, if you've never used it before, are you take an underarm job, run? Oh, but see, the thing is, is that if you're like carrying a unicycle, mm. Someone's going to ask you to ride that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm allergic to unicycle talk. <laughs> but at the same time, if, you know, you had your bagpipes out and the unicycle, would anyone ever talk to you? That's another thing you have to factor in. That's true, but the bagpipes and the unicycle, that's a lot to carry, you know? like, the, yeah. like It's also a lot. Just in it's, general. It's also a lot to base your personality around. Mm. Uh, now look, I'm, I'm sure he makes go- a good living out of it. Um, I, I see he's... I've seen him. I've seen this dude and he has his bagpipes like on fire sometimes. Uh, mm. But would you not uh, throw the unicycle just in the boot of the car? Like why does That's it have he to did. be... He threw it into the... He threw the it back into seat. The, um, someone smashed the back window of his car. So I don't know if, what's what's another word for boot. Uh, the trunk. trunk. The trunk. He put. He threw it into the trunk of his car, and it, but he had a window there. So somebody walked along, seen the unicycle through the window, smashed the back window, and reached in. Right. But does this man only have? <clears throat> and look, and not to make light of it, uh, it, it, like clearly it means a lot to him. Does he not have more than one unicycle? <laughs> 
<laughs> he wasn't thinking ahead. This just, is his one passion and his one person. Just get two of them. Yeah. Do you, like what's, how much, how, how much, okay. How much do you think a good unicycle is? Because it's surely by, about half mm. of the cost of a bike. Yeah, I, I was about to say, you pay, if you're paying by the wheel, you're going to get a good deal. That's my to. catchphrase when I sell my unicycles. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, what's a bike? A hundred and something? So a unicycle oh, yeah, bikes are like weird. 60. I've paid 50 quid for a bike. You can pay yeah. like two grand for a bike if you I seen an to. old man riding through town there the other day. And he was definitely in gear six. And oh, he was struggling by... That he man's was, calves. Like, just, I was looking at him. I was in the car and I was looking at him. I was stopped at a red light. And I was just like, just cut out the tree, lad. Like, it's yeah. not worth it. You're, you're going to die before you get home. There's there's unicycles with pedals these days, my dude. What? <laughs> like Every unicycle has a pedal. No, no, they're just pedals. There's no seat. It's just one oh. wheel. Also, you know the company Segway? Uh, that makes segways. Uh, they, do they? <laughs> yeah, they have one that you just stand either side of it. And it just fucking goes. That's like, not a unicycle. No, that's a that's that that's a that's an affront to God. Is what I think it is. Also, you're looking at like a hundred quid for a unicycle on Amazon. That's not paying by the by the wheel. <laughs> but if you get two, do you think you could get two and like weld them together, or get four I've, and make a tandem? And your man in the shop is like, we have a tandem bike there for a hundred and fifty. Nah, nah, nah. four hundred dollars straight nah, up. I get you four. <laughs> and actually, how much is a? You know, I have to weld them together. I just need that equipment as well. If you have that in the back, thanks very much. And can I buy a bike and I'll take the chain off that and I'll use that to make a bike? Yeah, can I just can I buy two bikes? Um, just so I know what I'm looking for. Uh, just so I have an idea. Um, yeah. and then I'll buy four unicycles and I'll mold them together. But then I'll cut them in half and ultimately have two bikes. And can I buy a welder as well, please? <laughs> and, just, and he's just telling all this to the police. <laughs> They're just taking them away. Are we going How to long? a different store? <laughs> do 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 you police have unicycles? Uh, how long do you think I could last upright on a unicycle before killing myself? Anyone who runs a funeral home, if you could get on to me the day after he tries this, um, I really need... I really need that information. Um, just need a hand here because you want a unicycle. Okay. And it is you. It's not like an impressive no, version of you. No, it's not like some <laughs> idealized perfect version of me. It's me as I am now. Uh, the specimen of a man that I am. Oh, Bearing in uh, mind I went roller skating the other day and I think yeah. I broke my elbow. Um, I'm going to say... And that was what's eight the, wheels. What's less than four... Hmm. Less than a second. Less than a second. You don't get going, Sean. You definitely don't get going. I I think I'd get going. You know, I think I'd get going. Give me okay. <laughs> I get a wall, okay, and I can lean against the wall okay, to oh, hop if, up if on the unicycle. Okay. No, I'm not. Involved. I'm not raw dogging this unicycle. I'm going. <laughs> You're not just leaping front flipped onto it. No, no, I'm not like jumping off the roof of the house onto yeah, yeah, the seat, yeah. flying um, down the road. Okay, so you are starting off on a wall. I'd say you cycle forward. Lose your balance immediately, smash the back of your head off the concrete, dead. Okay, and is that longer than a second? I would say two seconds. Two seconds. Okay, we're going up. We're going in the right direction here. Because <laughs> there was a wall involved. <laughs> what if it's on grass? But there's one rock in the field that I have the to avoid. Grass is harder. It, no, it's an off-road unicycle. Oh, sorry. 
It's got mountain bike wheels. Oh, sorry. I feel like what you're doing here, we started off with just you and a unicycle. You're yeah. moving the goalposts to get more seconds. I'm on a go-kart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a car. I'm not driving. I'm sitting on a chair. <laughs> How long till I fall off my unicycle? <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> um, Sean, I just wanted to cover that story. It's a very sad story. Um, so we might... The man who has a unicycle and the bagpipes um, lost his lost his mojo. He lost now his dream. Just, now he's just a man with the bagpipes. Now, now he's just a, like he's just a dude. Like, do you think he is really hitting them hard? That like his his personality traits are gone. Well, one of them is anyway. Well, yeah, he can still play, but yeah. is it is it the same? It's not as ludicrous, is it? If it's just a man going around playing bagpipes. That's a I can't play standing still. <laughs> I've never learned. His feet are still doing the motions. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to Florida. Uh, because it's it's important that Florida gets, gets a look at every single week. And um, this story really encapsulates what Florida man is. Because Florida man, he's, he's an idea. He's a dream. He's- um, he's a threat. He's a, he's also a threat. He's a menace. <laughs> he's a menace to society. But Florida man was caught on camera this week burglarizing a Miami shoe store. You right. might think that's not great. He leaves the store with twenty pair, twenty sneakers. I should say ten pair, twenty individual sneakers. Twenty sneakers, Sean. Right. All lefts. Oh. <laughs> They were the display shoe. <laughs> he took 20 sneakers, all left foot. <laughs> Interesting. What if? Florida man has committed a great crime, but also a shit crime. No, 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 because it's not his first time doing this. He's <gasps> previously robbed another shoe store. Yeah. 20 rights. And, and his thoughts are, they'll never know it's me because it's not the same crime. Yeah. Like, who would steal... 20 pairs of shoes they, he, he's, he's cultivating this he's writing off the fact that people think Florida man is an idiot <laughs> and he's actually just got a whole cry. new wardrobe he's gotten some <laughs> sick Yeezys um, when the crook couldn't get into Lux Miami from the front of the store he decided to get inside by cutting a hole in the roof so oh. Mission Impossible style at around 2.30am Tuesday surveillance video from inside the sneaker store um, showed the crook climbing the wall where the shoes were on display when he comes down he kind of falls off and, and hits the ground he just gets up real quick and starts grabbing every shoe there said the store owner Johan Alvarez it's a big hit definitely I'm, it is I'm sure but he like even if that was every even if you only had the things on the wall and then the corresponding shoe he's still only stolen 50% of your stock um, he has stole up to 15 grand worth of shoes how much are these <laughs> shoes 20 pairs actually he says 15 to 20 grand so if we go high scale it's 20 grand that's a grand per shoes. shoe yes per individual shoe for per individual left shoe what the f- what <laughs> Why would you ever wear those? Yeah, you wouldn't want to stand in a puddle accidentally. No, you wouldn't want to step in shit. Like you wouldn't want. You wouldn't go through grass if it was a grand a shoe. (laughs) They used to have the thing here with pennies or Primark or whatever it's called. Yeah, like really cheap shit. They sell shoes for like a tenner 
Yeah. Um, and I had like 10 pairs of like 10 or your 10 euro worth of shoes. And I just remember my friend going, well, why don't you just buy one good pair that won't absolutely destroy your feet for like 80 I yeah. didn't have to buy 10, 10 euro ones. It's like, no, no, you're not seeing what I'm seeing here, okay? I need options. I need 10 different colours of shoes that will give me blisters. That's what I need here. They need to disintegrate <laughs> when they look at a puddle. <laughs> yeah. I went through a puddle once. It was not good. No, no, no. I was wearing Converse at the time. <laughs> Um, so he goes in grabs every shoe in there 20 grand worth of left shoes Um, whoever was committing the burglary wanted to go directly to these businesses and get these shoes to the Miami police officer Michael Vega thank you Michael I feel like we kind of assumed kind of summed up what the story's about these crooks want shoes says Michael thank you Michael Um, these crooks they actually made three holes at the top of the roof two of them not being in this business so it's more of the damage that they cause than what they actually stole said vega so he made three holes two of them weren't even above the store he was trying to rob which is the idea of him making the hole going ah fuck it (laughs) a few more inches to the left not the glove shop no 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 (laughs) the right shoe shop get out of here but like what's how do you look for this now do you look like why does what what can he do with twenty left shoes that are a grand each? I think the big. I mean, it's Florida man. What can't he do with twenty pairs of left shoes? Wear them. Well, he definitely can't wear. It. Well, you could. I in school uh, once no, had two Connor. left shoes for six months. What? Yes. Six months. Six months. How have you never? How has this never come up? I, it has. I remember like a very very first episode. I told you the story, but it's a story of. The one time my dad came at me when we were going like school shoe shopping, right? Right. And so the mother's busy. So she's like, right, you go with him to get the shoes. And I'm like, I'm only a little one. I'm only a yeah. little kid. I'm like, okay. 17 da- or so. I'm about 24 at this stage. So I'm like, dad'll sort this out. He knows what's going on. Yeah. So he's like, I know the very shoe shop that we go to, of like the old <laughs> man shoe shop, right? You have so told me the story. The guy in there is about 900 years old. I don't want to, be- like, he's about 900. And apparently my dad knew, but he was young. So it's like, this is where I get my shoes, son. This is where you'll get your school won't shoes. won't steer you wrong. Um, won't steer you wrong. He's never seen me and your great-grandfather and your great-great-grandfather <laughs> so we go in and I'm like okay I'll get these shoes so we, we tried them on I said they feel weird ad or grad they feel weird no they're grad right <laughs> um, that was the conversation and that was it because he was like you're a bit young you probably don't know Sure, why would he give you anything less than the perfect pair of shoes, Cutter? I've known him all these t- years. He need so, only look at a man and he'll have him sized for a pair of bros. So I was in school and for months my feet were just in bits. Just like so sore. And I remember every day being like, these shoes are wrong, right? But I didn't have yeah. another pair. So you have to go with that pair. Like the you black need your black pair. shoes for school. Yeah. And so I'm like going in and out. And one day for the laugh, I took off my left shoe and I took off my right shoe and I, and I swapped them around and I put them both on and they both fit the exact same. And I thought to myself, both toes are pointing the same direction. Something's wrong here. <laughs> no one noticed. Like, no one 
no teacher was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was just walking in circles. <laughs> God, Connor's, Connor's really nervous at lunch. They, they, they just had ideas. I was already special, Sean. I was already, you know, like just someone you leave in the corner facing the wall. <laughs> so at that point, it was kind of like, I, I don't know, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he'll be grand. Yeah. Oh, and then you couldn't, Presumably return the shoes after six months. And be no, like, I think I think at that point it was long gone. And uh, ever since then, fr- from that young age, the, the father lost uh, rights to go shoe shopping before the school year. Um, absolutely understandable. I think it was a ploy on his part. He was willing to sacrifice me that just to get game, the day off. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think of it. One, one day <laughs> spent with you fucking up your feet for a few months. Uh, compared like, to 18 a, years of no shoe shop. He's thinking in his head, next June, there's a soccer match on that I want to watch on that Saturday, right? Yeah. So what I'm thinking is next year, sure, she won't let me go. Sure, she'll have to go with him because I'm after fucking this up so uh, royally. I fucked it up. Like, it's it, it's February now, like, and he's only realising it. <laughs> no, I realised it from the start, but nobody listened. <laughs> I like how you had that conversation in the shop and your dad was like, oh no, you'll be grand. And you presumably dropped it since then. No, it, was one, it was one of those where like, I don't know what age you are, like seven. And so like, I'm like, oh, these don't feel right. But my dad's like having the conversation with the guy, the shoe guy that he knows. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, 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 no, you're grand, you're grand. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I stick them on the counter guess, there now. We'll I guess it here. will be grand, yeah. Well, I mean, he wouldn't steer me wrong. <laughs> he yeah. is my father. But that man in the shoe shop must have found two right shoes then. And I would say at least two weeks later he tried to he sold two right shoes but he's 900 years old so I don't know that's, that's how we met so we, <laughs> you had two left shoes and I had two right shoes <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> and we kicked each other <laughs> oh man um, we're gonna finish off this week Sean with Florida Man because Florida Man I mean this this story really caught my eye because Florida Man he he's injured himself oh um, no I have Florida man survives three-story fall in music store burglary because a Clearwater man is facing a burglary charge after police said he broke into a Sam Ash music store and survived a three-story fall in the process. I can only hope he fell on the drum kit. (laughs) I hope nobody heard that. (laughs) Hope nothing falls on me or else I would be flat. And he like does the look around like fuck nobody else here because it's a burglary. <laughs> Hello, police. Yeah, I've made a savage joke just now. Oh, I, uh, just I'm gonna ring you, police. Right, you just stay on the light. I'm gonna do the fall again. Okay, now you just listen to what I said the last time during the burglary. Okay, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, um, 44th Street. Yeah, that's where I am. Um, police said the man broke into the music store, which is lo- located on the MacMullen Boot Road, a great road, great um, fine road. A fine road. And used to be a large open banquet hall for decades. Um, he broke in around 4.45am. Uh, the man got into the building through a window near the roof, walked a perimeter ledge around the building. He then lost his balance and fell three stories, striking a lamppost and a guitar display on the way down. Fuck <laughs> me. That's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, rock on, my dudes. <laughs> Start smashing guitars. <laughs> um, the suspect used an amplifier to break through a glass door and leave the building, police said. So he just kind of took a detour through the music shop. So he broke in through the roof, Mission yeah. Impossible style. 
uh, he was on a big ledge. He's like, this is going to look so cool when I finally scaffold my way down safely. Um, parkour. And then he decided parkour. And so he <laughs> leaps or falls, depending on who you ask, and hits, I can only assume, every instrument on the way down, one by one, making all sorts of noises. A, a symphony of pain. And, um, yeah, and an orchestra of a man fucking himself up. And so he hits everything, lands on the ground, and is in absolute, scientifically, in bits. Um, and so then at that point, he's like, he does our favourite thing of, you're in public, you've taken a fall, Sean. Mm. Next steps. <laughs> I mean, it, get up, dust yourself off, look around. Run away. Run, run away. <laughs> so, ha, could have been worse. Or just we all, pretend... We all have happen. done. We have all done the fall in the street. You run away from that exact spot as quick as possible, like it never happened. Oh, see, I've done it right, and and you know me. I want no one to look at me ever, quite yeah. frankly. Uh, but I've done it, and I've fallen over. But what I did was I kind of just committed to it, and I got up slowly, like I was in pain, and I was just like, like, like as if I was like struggling through and being real tough, you know. Oh, so you're really... looking for a bit of sympathy, and sympathy, but from afar. I want someone oh. to look at me and say, "God, isn't he great now?" Getting up on his own. I tell you what, you you want to do the scream of, "Oh, my arm! It's not sore enough to hospitalise, but it still is quite injured." Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. or the, the best way to do it, right? You, you fall, you've, you, you've, you've done yourself in, you get up slowly, yeah. you look around, you check your watch, <laughs> and then you go, you do a sigh, and then you take off running. Because it's like, he's got somewhere to be, nothing's going to stop him from getting there. <laughs> no, my favourite is when you're like crossing the road and someone like falls and like does a little trip and then you throw your arm up like you've noticed your friend on the street like, oh, Johnny, there now, and you like speed up to get to the other side. Like, oh, you're beautiful. Trying, you're beautiful. like, you're shouting at someone and like nobody notices the fall if you do that. That's, that's number one rule. It is, it, like, it, look, that's a classic move, classic mm. way of getting around it. Um... And what do you do if you're walking down the street and you've realised you're going the wrong direction? Uh, oh, that's a great one. That's the a classic. It's a. It's the sigh. It's all about it's the, the sigh. sigh. Yes. It has to be the sigh. The sigh <laughs> is the most important part of that. Because that's what sells it. You're a businessman. You're on a business trip. This man. You have something. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so annoying. I've forgotten that one thing. Do you know what I've started incorporating? Is the I pat my pockets, then sigh, and then go the other direction. A, see now that's an experienced head. That's a that's that a man that's, who has gone the wrong yeah. direction many a time. That's a veteran of the wrong direction group. But it's it's interesting because like you could easily just turn around. Nobody gives nobody a nobody gives a shit about you. No, like. But <laughs> but like in the street, nobody's even looking at you. But no. in our heads, you're like. Well, I need a reason. I can't just stop and turn yeah. around. I've also started incorporating uh, unlock the phone, tut loudly, and oh. then go back. And, and sometimes you stay on the phone maybe for 30 seconds. So, like, oh, yeah. it breaks Dip it into up. a little, like, shop entrance or something. Yeah. Yeah. By that time, anyone who's seen you doesn't know which direction. Like, there's someone with binoculars trained on me all day. <laughs> yes, there isn't. Oh. What's this red dot on my forehead? <laughs> Um, Sean, this man falls three floors, uh, three stories, I should say, mm. through, um, break through a uh, 
a guitar case, hits every single instrument on the way down. He then uses an amplifier to get up and get out of there as quick as possible. I can only assume in embarrassment. He does the little limp run when you're <laughs> injured. Um, the police say that they only found him, Sean, because he left a trail of blood which connected him to hit via DNA analysis as his blood was all over the floor having hit every instrument on every story who would have thought that the glass would be sharp <laughs> you've already used no you, you B flat I did B flat it's different there is no B sharp that's the joke B sharp is C uh, <laughs> the B sharps are the Homer Simpsons group yeah that's why it's a joke there is no B sharp uh, in music thanks for explaining the joke it's um, fine my so- dude <laughs> Sorry, one last one. Is he over 18 or do you think he'll be tried as A minor? Oh, lads. Oh, lads. Um, You're running out of chords. G. 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 Um, G Which showed a vehicle uh, driving around the area that resembled the suspect's 2009 four-door silver Kia Spectra. Um, an, ex- an equipment trailer burglary was reported around the same time. The suspect was also arrested in connection with that case. So what he did was he broke in. Um, he was arrested there a few days ago, Sean. But apparently this crime took place last year. So they right. haven't caught him until this week. I bet he's in a lot of treble. <laughs> You weren't even listening to a word I, I was, was saying. The crime happened last year. They've only caught him this week. They've you only caught up to him. You were sitting there with a cocky little grin on your face like, he's going to finish this sentence any second now and I'm going to jump ruin in. this man's whole career. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when he does that. Be funny. So what did he do in the last week then that they caught him? I love the idea that Florida man, you know, he went back to the store. Maybe he cut himself again. Um... <laughs> You just, think he like jumped back through the hole he left in the window? <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's actually not res- it's not said how they caught him now, but if the crime took place last year, um, and they only caught him now, maybe some more DNA evidence came up. Maybe they got his DNA into the system somehow. May- he could have yeah. been doing any other mi- minor crime. And 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 then he's just like, oh, this is this is the music store guy. Mm. Yeah, just, <laughs> just the music store guy. That's that's what his criminal name would be. It's like the Riddler, the Joker, music store guy. <laughs> um, Sean, unless you have any other music puns you want to you want to hit us with. Um, uh, no, who, I, I think uh, I'm barred. I hope he doesn't go fishing because you have to slap the bass. Oh, um, um, Jesus so <laughs> Come on, come on, Connor. <laughs> There's a level of quality. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hitting it. Someone needs to get reach it. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. I, I think so, Connor. That was that was quite the week. Mm. Uh, I really I was paying attention. I hope you don't think I was ignoring your excellent report. <laughs> You're getting like anxious now. I am. Yeah. <laughs> we had like a whole hour before that, Sean. It's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Would you yeah. like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, if you if you will, if you, right. I'm not going to listen though. No, listen up now. It's no, important. Okay, sorry. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News we will be back on Friday with Hero Zero Monday Movie Mondays and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon that's patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast shout outs of course go to Waffles Professional Ghost Killer Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Burney Roisin the Wife Palmer Ryan Wright Time Evanson Sean Groyer Mo for a Bro Jameson Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, the lads turned their stories into motion pictures and made millions McGrew, 
Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe one that did this, Sammy DeLucia and Michelle Brown. Thank you all for the support. We hope you enjoyed the X-Men 3 review that went up yesterday um, on the Patreon. We talked all about that. There's a whole bunch of other reviews up there. We will be reviewing uh, Moon Knight when that comes out on Disney+. Plus. So... If any of that interests you, head on over to the Patreon. Also, head on over to the website, heroesforhire.ie. You can access all of the shows there, all of our socials. heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop is where you can get some Heroes for Hire merchandise. Um, And the socials then, uh, Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Dillman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to help the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Con. I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Lee. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.